Welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is a lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Dr. K. Ijisheson, the founder, senior pastor, Kingsword International, and the new. We celebrate you, Daddy. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. It's a joy to be with you and celebrate your 50 year anniversary. It's a celebration of grace because five stands for grace. This wasn't planned by human, but God arranged this. If anybody had told me two days ago that I will be somewhere this morning, uh, outside my primary assignment, because this morning is supposed to be the the, the, the rounding up of uh, Supernatural Legal but something happened that we had to move the event. I said, okay, I will just do Sunday evening and I promised to go and to come and celebrate Sheon yesterday for ordination but I couldn't make it because I had another daddy's responsibility to to take care of Ini Korodu and you know, Korodu to this place to take an helicopter to do the magic and but God planned this, He planned it. I was telling Dari, you know, interesting of this way, we, we've been in the same events back to back since Friday, and it was unplanned. We were together with BBO's surprise on Friday. Yesterday, she, she was the one that sang while I was the chairman at the as small as Monday, and this morning again, I'm preaching and he's singing. I'm, I'm serious. It's there must be a setup, and I believe that setup is because somebody's destiny is about to be unleashed. I didn't come here to preach. I came here to push. That's what the Lord told me. I came here to push in an apostolic capacity. There's somebody that your next level is so is so is so much around. And God sent me an, as an agent to push you into it. That's all I want to do. Lift up your hands. Simply, Michael, come help me. Five years of grace. Please, can you give me a microphone, please? Balaka soto just just flow, just flow, it's okay. Doesn't have to be perfect, just flow. Listen, listen. You know, I'm a prophet. As I was coming this morning, I started hearing that song in my spirit. I started hearing it. Maybe that, that please the microphone. He's a prophetic song. 
I had the Lord saying as you celebrate how far God has brought you, how far God has brought this ministry, your next level will open up. The key to your next level is your celebration of what God has done. over everyone that is part of this celebration this alpha you have brought them thank you Jesus we honor you because you did this and we know you will do more even as we honor you can you release your shout to the Lord everywhere I said release your shout to the Lord announces effectively more than grace. It's not of him that run, it's not of him that will it. For the race is not for the swift, not the battle for the strong. It's not about human intelligence. It's not about hard work. If hard work is that mighty, hard work should have saved you. But the Bible says, for by grace are you saved. Oh! Titus 3 chapter, chapter Titus chapter 3 verse 5 says not by the works of righteousness that we have done but according to his mercy or oh, did you hear me according to what is mercy he saved us you know mercy and grace they go hand in hand you can't separate them that's why the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 say, let us come boldly to the throne of grace I thought it was the throne of grace we are coming to but the first thing you do is obtain mercy. Because until you obtain mercy, which stops the judgment you deserve, you cannot receive the favor you do not deserve.
to the throne of grace. But the first thing that shows up is mercy. Because mercy must make sure the judgment you deserve is blocked. Then you can receive the favor you do not deserve. And God is not primarily rich in pounds sterling. He's not primarily rich in dollars. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 says, For God who is rich. Is somebody listening to me? You know there are things that you will spend dollars and pounds and yet you will not be able to afford. But there's never been something that mercy cannot afford. Is somebody listening to me? He said, for God who is rich. Somebody shout, my father is rich. In what? Mercy. <laughs> We're a product of mercy. We're a product of grace. Do you know if all we do this money is just sink and roll on the floor? Do you know that will be fine? Because it's been good to us. So I came to celebrate you. And I came to announce your next level is here. Because anytime you plug into Thanksgiving, do you know what, what happens? The door opens for the next level. Is somebody ready for the next level? I'm going to be making some prophetic declaration. I saw into the realm of the spirits. I saw angels all over this house. And the Lord told me, he said, they are reconstructing angels. Destinies that are damaged. The Bible says, are they not ministry spirits sent for to minister to the heirs of salvation? I speak in my capacity as an apostle and a prophet of Jesus. Everyone under the sound of my voice who has missed opportunities. Masata Balakataya. God told me, He said, This week you are entering will be your 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 your, your season season to experience any opportunity you once missed. Did you hear me? I saw into the realm of the spirit and I saw angels that bring back. You have missed it when it comes back. Is somebody listening to me? For when the Lord turned against the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Our mouth was filled with laughter and are done with singing. Father, we thank you. Larry, I kept on hearing this song. Listen, 
more than I came to preach or do anything this morning I came to lead you in thanksgiving if I preach a nice sermon and at the end of the day you don't you don't catch this then I failed we give thanks hallelujah 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 says it is the will of God in all things we give thanks don't you never say neighbor neighbor come on come on don't you never say neighbor some of us are used to prayer partners but today we need praise and thanksgiving partner yes so don't you never say neighbor neighbor church oh, yeah. you know every month we had one Sunday we call it you will see some women on the queue because everybody and it was a big church maybe like 800 members everybody must dance for what though as funny as it could be do you know the act is, a res- is an expression of the heart? You didn't hear me. The what act is what expression of what your heart is in my heart. If it's really in your heart, we will see it in what in your heart. Now, don't you never say neighbor? Are you grateful? Are you grateful? You know, don't worry. I I saw something remote by spirit. You know. Don't worry, Daddy. We borrow some of my time. I will borrow of his, some of his time. We enter each other today. Listen, I didn't come. You no, know, I've been preaching for over thirty years. So the last thing I will do is to come and impress you that I'm a good preacher. I don't need your certification. I'm fine. Even if you if you if you fail me, that that guy can't preach. I'll be fine. For as long as I deliver heaven's agenda. By the way, I was not even on the schedule. You saw the flyer for the program. I was not there, so you can't call me. It's too late. <laughs> It's the people that came. You can score Yemi. You can score... And both of them are my boys, by the way. You can score them. Feel free. Give them the mark. Don't dash me anything. It's okay. Me, I have no... You don't need to score me. Score them. I came here because God told me, He said, push somebody to the next level. And the push is in your praise. The push. Did you hear me? The push is in what? Your praise. 
You know, several years ago, I was preaching at the first Redeemed Christian Church of God in North America. That was in Detroit. It should be about 10, 12 years ago. The Lord spoke something to me in that meeting that shocked me. He said, do you realize that intentionally, I hid people's freedom in their shout? I said, oh, what do you mean? He said, how do you spell shout? Shout. So there's no way you will shout and you will not end up out. Your praise carries your race. Uh, race is R A I S E. Why B starts praise? So you praise. And when you praise, I need a race in my life. Then you praise. Mm, did you get that? Don't you ever say neighbor? You praise. So when we praise, we go up because praise is inside praise. Hey. Praise, we praise. Are you ready to be raised? Are you ready to get out this morning? Yes, sir. will come back very soon. We're going to go in and out. It's going to be very prophetic, very prophetic, very prophetic. But I just want to lay a foundation maybe for like 10 15 minutes, then that will come back. And I'll do the prophetic. Then this week we will see the manifestation. That application that has been pending. All of a sudden, an angel will go and disturb them in the office. Oh, you didn't hear me. I say an angel will go and disturb them in Makasataba. You're about to entertain angels in this season. You know, God spoke to me two days ago. He said, Tell the people it's a season of Massive invasion of angels. We are, we are living at a time of unprecedented demonic attack. But guess what? We are also living an attack of unprecedented angelic invasion. So the question is, which one are you seeing? 
Are you seeing angels? Or you are you what? Are you asking what? Demons. Do you know what we call demons? Were originally angels. They, are, they were angels that rebelled. <laughs> but there is still a majority of the angels that are in obedience. And those are the ones that work with you. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 says, Are they not ministry spirits sent for to minister toward the years of salvation? You may be seated. Let me charge you quickly. Wow, it's a joy to be with you this morning. This is going to be an unusual service. Are you ready for your next level? Uh, it's a Thanksgiving service as I was made to realize I've known Pastor Shane for several years. I remember the first time I met him, he was like a church administrator. Yeah, that's a below over 10 years ago, right? Or thereabouts. 15. Okay. We've been doing this preaching business for a while. Uh, March made it, was no, April made it 30 years that I've been pastoring. I I planted my first church in 1993 and, and to the glory of God, God has helped me to plant a few churches in three continents in the last 30 years. So, so it's a joy to be with you and to the glory of God, I'm at a place in my life that crowd can't move me again. No, I'm not anti-crowd. I love crowd. But I will not respond because of crowd. And I can't respond because of finances. No. Because God has been too good to me. My motivation for doing this is to please the Lord. Especially in this phase of my life. You know, once you cross 50, review I'm serious there's certain things you just realize you can't do it again when you are still a fool after 50 then you are a mega fool a fool after 40 is a major fool a fool after 50 is a what a mega fool and a fool after 60 is an established fool <laughs> a fool that has passed redemption <laughs> established in the DNA. <laughs> so, I mean, in this season of my life, I, I, I just have to do the will of God. I was planning to come and support my dear daughter yesterday, just, but, but God wanted it to be the day because I tried so hard until they corner me with chairmanship, and I've not been a chairman at the reception for a long time. If I can't remember how many receptions I've attended in the last ten years, I was officiating the church. <laughs> The Lord bless you. See you in Thanksgiving. But yesterday I was, I had to wear Agbada be the chairman, which was fun anyway. But this morning, by the divine arrangement of God, God wants me to open your eyes on how vital Thanksgiving is. Thanksgiving is not just something we do occasionally. Rather, it ought to be a lifestyle. I once preached a message from thanksgiving to thanks living so rather than giving thanks occasionally you come to a place whereby you realize you are literally in thanks living in the same vein that the bible says the just shall live by faith the just shall live by thanksgiving write it down the just lives the, the effectiveness of the life of the just is connected to what is ability and consistency in thanksgiving 
Because the life of the just is a life that the just did not purchase. The life that the just does not deserve. The life the just cannot have. So he can only thank God for that life. The life that was delivered to him on the platform of grace. Maybe you are there, you are like, Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. Listen, your problem is that you are so fixed to this reign that you have forgotten about a more real dimension. Nigeria is tough. Nobody can afford the gas or the fuel price. You know, it's crazy. I know. But listen, there's some things that are more important. You know, if your thanksgiving is still based on the manifestation in the natural, it shows you're at a low level of operation. Somebody say yes to me. I give thanks. Even if you are ditched, if somebody say, I can't marry you. I remember one of my pastors several years ago, he told me, he said, Pastor, can you believe the, the lady I was going to marry? Walked away from me based on the fact that he said, I was a high-risk investment. <laughs> When a woman says, I've measured, I've assessed you what the risk around this union, it will be high. And so, you know, you're a likable guy. You're, you're, like guy. you're lovely. But you're, the risk attached to be with you is too much. So she walked away. So maybe you are here. Somebody just walked away from you a few days ago because you are termed high risk. Listen, gentlemen, it does not change anything. It does not, because what was done for you in Christ Jesus beyond any physical manifestation of the miraculous or breakthrough or whatever you want to call it are you listening to me so thank God for a new car thank God for a new job thank God for promotion thank God for whatever you call it breakthrough but ladies and gentlemen it's nothing compared to what is already established in Christ Jesus so all these tertiary manifestations we get on this side is nothing compared to what is eternally established for you I don't have that car. I don't have that house. I don't have the most beautiful woman. I, you know, I'm 45. No man has asked me out. Jesus is already engaged to you. And you will so marry. What we call marriage is a type of the real thing. The real thing is between Christ and the church. So we are just practicing. This is Riaza. Marriage is the Riaza. Now for as long as you are in the real thing, you are settled. You know, there are some people without internship, they will still get the real job. Is about perspective before you go and say yes to a demon just because you want to be married, ladies and gentlemen. Don't make a mess of your life. Marriage is only beautiful with the appropriate person. So I say, Really? Yes, I've only been married this my 24 a few years. This is my 25th year. It's a few years. But listen, it's fun when it's with the right person, the right person that you can, you know, run in purpose together. That's when it's fun. When your partner is a weight. Not only will she not or he not follow you to your destiny, you will be slowed down. Because you are in a lifetime of dragging. So don't marry a drag. Write it down. Somebody you have to drag for the river. So please get things in perspective. I want to get married. 
until the right person shows up. Don't settle. Because you have the real thing in Christ Jesus. He has delivered you from the power of darkness and translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. Thank God for money in the bank. Thank God for all those wonderful things. They are great. But listen, what you already have is the greatest. And eventually, if you stay on course, all those things will manifest. Are you listening to me? So our thanksgiving is not based on what will be done. Our thanksgiving is primarily based on what has been done. There is a work, the main work that has been finished. So the thanksgiving of a new creation is focused primarily on the finished work of redemption. So we give thanks because of what Jesus did. Yes, so when we're talking about Thanksgiving, we're not just talking about our car, we're not just talking about our job, we're not just talking about that breakthrough, we're not just talking about marriage and children, we're thinking Jesus. Write it down. The focus of Thanksgiving is Jesus. The focus of Thanksgiving is giving thanks to the Father who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints and the light. So that's why we give thanks primarily. You will break through tomorrow. Amen. Fine. Well, listen. That's not why we give thanks primarily. We give thanks. All these different thanksgiving, Lord, I will give you thanks if you do this. He has done the main thing. So you, you better give him thanks now. Am I talking to somebody? So giving of thanks is not a function of what will be done or what will be seen or what will be manifested. But rather it's a function of what has already been done in Christ Jesus over 2,000 years ago. It was finished. How real is the finished work of redemption to you? is really real to you if that revelation is clear nobody will need to ginger you to praise God because you know for the rest of your existence you you owe him praise you can't pay for what he has done for you it's lack of spiritual intelligence that makes people not want to give thanks because of what they are going through don't tie your thanksgiving to your emotion. In fact, you must train your emotion. <laughs> Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless of spiritual intelligence that you get to that you command your soul so you might not know it I'm informing you bless the Lord <laughs> oh my soul and all that is But listen to this. You command your soul. We must bless the Lord. And that command is a function of revelation. You know about the finished work too much to settle for the natural to dictate your thanksgiving. What has manifested is not what dictates how I thank. I thank because of the light I've seen. I know. I know what it means to be delivered from the power of darkness and the move. I know what it means to have the life of God to share in the nature, make us in the nature of deity. I know what.
what it means to have what makes God to be God as my DNA. What makes God is what makes me Shaka time. As the Father has alive in himself, so has he given to the Son. And now he brought you into that sonship realm to share that same life. Thanks. Lift up your two hands and shout, I give thanks. Come on, scream and shout, I give thanks. All those your mind running up and down thinking about life. Shut down. Focus on Jesus. Beyond life manifestation, there's a revelation of Jesus that dictates thanksgiving. His carnal Christianity that makes you, you know, base thanksgiving on material or physical manifestation. Beyond what has manifested, I know the reality of redemption. So the reality of redemption dictates my thanksgiving. I'm in a consistent mood of thanksgiving. That's why in everything I still give thanks. <laughs> it's not what happens that makes me to give thanks. It's what has happened. It happened. It happened over 2,000 years ago and I know it. I'm one with Christ. I'm his bride. Somebody has asked me out, but I'm his bride. Oh, you didn't hear me? I say I'm his bride. Let nobody harass you with their finger. I'm his bride. Say, I just got engaged. Say, I've been engaged a long time ago. Somebody shout, hallelujah. hallelujah. Your money has finished, so let me just round up the rest. What Pastor Shion is paying expired a few minutes ago, so just because of mess, I will say, tell you. If, oh, have you been blessed so far? Remember, you can't score me. Score my boys. My boys that preached yesterday and did it before, score them. What is looking at me? Are they your boys? Yes, they are my boys. If you say them, tell them I call them my boys. To the glory of God, I inaugurated Global Impact Church 20 years ago, so they are my boys. I have a few boys in town. I inaugurated Avestas. They are my boys, so so listen, score them. So just listen, score them, but don't score me. <laughs> so, okay. Wow. Why do we give thanks? It's a good thing. Write it down. It's a good thing. Psalm 92 verse 1 says, It is a good thing to give thanks. It is a good thing. The question is, are you a modada? Pastor Ayo. Come and take my seat, please. I'm standing already, so please celebrate Pastor Ayo Daniels. Okay. It's a good thing. Give thanks. So right. It's a good thing. So if you're a good child, don't you say neighbor? Are you a good child? Then do a good thing. Two, thanksgiving is a proof that the knowledge of God is retained. Psalm 97, verse 12. I'm charging, I'm not preaching, I'm just running through. Come on, did you get it? Psalm 92, verse 1 says, It is a good thing to give thanks and to sing praises to what? His name. Psalm 97, verse 12. Everything I'm going to tell you is going to be scripture, it's going to be based on scripture. Psalm 97 verse 12. Look at it. He said, Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance. 
So when you struggle to give thanks, it's because you are not retaining the knowledge of him. At the remembrance, when you live perpetually the revelation of Christ, there will be a flow of thanksgiving. So when you are struggling to give thanks, it's because you are not retaining revelation. Say, at the remembrance of his holy name, Thanksgiving breaks out. Three. Remember the first one is a good thing. Secondly, is a, is a proof that you are retaining revelation. That you are not leaking. You know, there are so many things that are leaking. The revelation they had three years ago because they have not maintained it. It's no longer there. In fact, it has moved from revelation to mental ascent. What a lot of people call revelation now is in their head. But revelation works in the heart. So if you are really remembering, you will give thanks. Three, God is good. As simple as that. Sound that that says verse one. Sound that that says. Sound that that says and verse one. So we give thanks because he said, "Oh, give thanks to the Lord for He is good." Psalm ninety-two verse one says, "Is a good thing." Sound that one that says verse one says. For God is good. He said, for his good and for his mercy endures forever. In other words, there's nothing you can do that can make that mercy run out. If the, if the prodigal son, who literally considered his father dead, could still be received. Because that's what it means for you to walk up to your father, your living father, and say, you know what? Can I have what I'm supposed to have when you are dead? In other words, you're already dead to me. What's the point waiting for you to die because you have died? Then you have it. When that boy came around, somebody said, We repented. Did he really repent? It was hunger. Yes, sir. He was wired by hunger. He said, Let me go back. But the father was just happy that he's coming back. And he celebrated him. And he changed his robe. Put a thing, put it, put, I mean, put, uh, put a, a ring on his finger, changed his shoes, threw a party for him. He did not deserve it. Why? His mercies endures forever. The revelation of the mercy of God and the goodness of God provokes thanksgiving. Four. Very simple. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. Thanksgiving is the will of God. Yeah. Sometimes I'm finding the will of God for my life. I can point you to a will of God. If you don't know the will of God, start giving thanks. Because that is a sure will of God at all times. Whenever you are confused about what to do, Start thanksgiving because thanksgiving is always the will, the choice, and the desire of God. Five, it is only natural for new creations to give thanks, knowing fully well that they are products of grace. They didn't work for it, they didn't deserve it, they didn't earn it, yet it was given to them. Grace made. So when you realize. You can't pay for something. What do you say? Thank you. Giving thanks unto the Father. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 to 14. Who has made us meet to the partakers of the heritage of the saints of the light. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and made us meet to what? To be sons. Six. Thanksgiving enhances your ability to receive more grace. <laughs> Not only is thanksgiving an expression of grace, thanksgiving is what? It positions you to take more grace. 
If you want to take the grace you have received, since you can't pay for it, then give thanks for it. Because in giving thanks for it, you get more. <laughs> I said, why are you laughing? I'm full of joy. Should I not be full of joy? It's not the full price that determines my joy level. It's a fruit of my spirit. Hey, Rekia. And you know the amazing thing about releasing joy? He said, when you go out with joy, you will come back with peace. That word peace is from the Hebrew word shallow. Nothing missing, nothing broken. So spiritual intelligence tells you, better go out in joy. Intentionally go out, whether you feel like it. Joy is beyond your emotions. Stop waiting on your emotions to rejoice. Let joy be a function of revelation. Why do they have why do they the rage at the people imagine vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves against the Lord and the Lord let us cast their cords and break their bars. But he that sits in heaven shall laugh. The Lord spoke to me over this nation. He said, concerning the forthcoming election, then he said, Laugh. So he said, and see where laughter has brought us. Yes, we still continue laughing. Now, your problem is that you want to decode God's plan with your small minds. But don't allow obedience movement to take you out of the will of God. Should I say it again? Don't allow obedience movement to take you what? Out of the will of God. You saw how many clowns we ended up as we ended up with as prophets during the election. Very embarrassing. People called me and said, You're a prophet. I said, I will tell you what God told me. God did, me, did not tell me. He told me, Rejoice. I'm serious. He said, that's what he said. He said, just laugh. He said, and listen, a few weeks ago, I was in my living room in Chicago and I started feeling rain supernaturally. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, tell your nation they are coming into a season of rain. Amen. Eight years ago, when Buhari won the election, I came to Nigeria. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was with my pastor and we're talking. And I saw something. I saw a curtain being drawn over the nation. The Lord spoke to me. He said, this man has brought a cloud of darkness. And that's why I nicknamed him affliction. I'm serious. In fact, there were days in Chicago I said, what have you done to deserve this punishment? Where it was a punishment, it was an affliction. But God said, he said, you are coming into a season of rain. I don't like Tinubu, please. Don't get me wrong. I don't like him. But if God says you are coming to a season of better embrace it. I remember several years ago when Trump was voted in. I didn't like him. The Lord spoke to me and said, although you don't like him, you'll be rich and dying. I said, yes, I like him now. <laughs> and it happened. It happened. We ought to be prophetic people, not emotional people. God is a spirit. <laughs> all this emotional prophecy all over the place. I mean, was embarrassing. Was embarrassing. Prophetic round table that, that did not have the Holy Spirit in it. 
got so bad. So bad at some point in Chicago. I couple because I know one of them is close to me. He said, Wonder boy. He said, I will talk to him. Stop that. Stop that. Just firing up the emotions of young people. Who is it that says God has spoken when God has not spoken? Including the one that gave you movie scripts. You know, when I saw that one, I said, This boy is a criminal. I won't go for that, that because I, some of us know him. So he's a criminal. He's <laughs> a criminal. <laughs> movie scripts. Okay, let me get back to you. You know your money has finished, really, so I need to round up. It's okay. I know your pastor is very time-conscious, but today, it's okay. The apostle has come to your midst. He will rejoice, he will pray. It's okay. If there's anybody that should be in the orange, I have a miracle meeting at four. But God wants me to be here. This is the will of God. I see this nation coming into a season of correction. And the Lord spoke to me just this morning. He said, concerning the subsidy that was released, that was removed. He said it's part of the correction the nation must go through to walk in the fullness. Me, I'm just, I'm not a political analyst though. I'm just saying what God told me. He said things have to be what? Corrected. It's a season of correction. And during correction at times there is pain. But that pain is temporary. So that the enjoyment can be permanent. Oh, can I, can I speak freely as a prophet? Or speak as a prophet. He said, your nation is coming under rain. Somebody shall rain. Do you receive it? Please don't join people that will cause the administration just because you don't like them. Rain. That's what God told you. Rain. 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 Malaysia had oil. They didn't have oil. Cut them off. I've been there a couple of times. It's an island. They had nothing. Even the water they drink, they import. But today in Southeast Asia, they are the most productive nation. God spoke to me. He said, your nation is coming into a season of corrective measures. Because there are things that have been put in the foundation of this nation that will not allow this nation to prosper. And some of those things have to be uprooted. I speak as a prophet of God. 
And God told, spoke to me, he said, one of the things I'm going to use the present regime to, to do, can we rise up, please? I feel an anointing of the Spirit standing in my prophetic office. He said, the iniquity that is in the foundation of your nation will be corrected. The things will be put in place. I saw in the realm of the Spirit and I saw imbalance. But the Lord told me, he said, there will be adjustments to cause things to be leveled. I speak as a prophet of God. All the obedient people listen to me. Thank God for the movement. It was okay. But there is a purpose and the will of God which is bigger. You better drop your bias and line up behind heaven. Are you listening to me? Because God is up to something. Nigeria is a prophetic nation and certain things will happen. People will be used. Some of, some of them, you are the, is the last person you will think of. But God said, I will use them to achieve a purpose, to align your nation into the fullness of what you are supposed to accomplish as a people. Lift up your hands and say, as a nation, we align ourselves with the purpose of God. We pray for a nation and the regime, irrespective of our political alignment. Is that clear? You may be seated. Just need to see that. Ye be subokwata ya. Angri anga ni yanki yeme ye ye ya posudaba kuakate ye ya sasaba. Elele lembe non tusa. Banda ya. Anga ya ya ya. The Lord spoke to me a while ago. He said, He said, Do you know the reason why NSAS movement would not succeed? He said, Why? He said, NSAS movement would have, if it has gone full for, for, for force, and be accomplished. He said, it would have moved your nation into a liberal realm. He said, the foundation of Christianity would have been attacked. I won't say more than that. <laughs> I won't say more than that. I won't say more than that. Okay, let's get back to Thanksgiving. Okay, so I'm rounding up right. Come on, did you receive something today? So Thanksgiving positions you to receive what? More grace. Somebody shout more grace. The Bible says in Romans chapter 4, verse 20, say Abraham staggered not the promise of God, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Now, when you are strong in faith, that means you are positioned for more grace because faith is simply an equipment to receive grace. Faith only exists for the purpose of grace. For it is by faith that it must be by grace. And the Bible says, Abraham was strengthening in faith. How? By giving thanks. Lift up your hands and say, I give thanks to strengthen my faith to receive more grace. Is it very clear? And lastly, Thanksgiving is a door opener. Do you have doors closed all around you? Throw yourself, just, just throw yourself into Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a what? Door opener. Nothing stirs up the supernatural flow of God like Thanksgiving. Matthew chapter 14 verse 19. Five loaves, two fishes, thousands of men and women to be fed. Jesus took the five loaves and uh, five loaves and two fishes and gave thanks. Who give thanks over five loaves and two fish? It should be complete naturally. 
But supernatural intelligence says when it's not enough, switch to thanksgiving. Because thanksgiving will take you from not enough to more than enough. Uh, in other words, in other words, thanksgiving will make you skip classes. It should be not enough, just enough, before we start talking about more than enough. But when thanksgiving is introduced, you will skip the class of just enough. It takes you from not enough to more than enough. They went from five loaves, two fishes to feed 5,000 people to now having what is enough to feed all the thousands of people with 12 baskets loads extra. And to let you know, it was not just once, I mean, it just happened coincidentally or it was just a coincidence. Matthew 14, 19, it happened. Matthew 15, it happened again. Get on your feet. Did you receive something this morning? So Thanksgiving is not what we do when we don't have anything to do. <laughs> In fact, the Bible says your prayer without Thanksgiving is incomplete. Your supplication, your intercession, whatever you call it. If Thanksgiving is not part, every kind of prayer must have Thanksgiving in it. So be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with Thanksgiving, that's the spice. If you don't put that spice, that soup will not taste well. With Thanksgiving, that's how you make your petition known. Father, we thank you for grace, mates. on behalf of Grace Made Christian Center we say thank you on behalf of the leadership we say thank you on behalf of the entire church we say thank you we're grateful thank you for grace that's been poured and thank you Lord for the next level of grace to be poured oh we know your credit is good so we can thank you in advance because your credit has never failed and it's not about to fail. Hey, she ba ba me Now listen to this. We'll now go to this. 
finishing now to the glory of God I mean I've been involved in church planting in this city uh, since 1999 no 1997 I planted the first church in this city December 31st 1997 how many years ago is that okay so I have a few years of experience in Lagos alone we have 12 campuses don't clap that's not the purpose just listen if you want to clap, let me finish what I'm about to say. I know enough that to do ministry effectively in a city like Lagos, it is grace and money. I'm serious. Lagos is one of the most expensive places to plant a church. Because to get a decent, excellent place that people will not have to do this to worship God, it takes good money. And I'm led by the Spirit of God this morning to to stir you up, to charge you, to lift up the hands of the leadership of Grace and Maid so that they can go to the next level where this work is concerned. I'm not of you know it's appropriate. I'm not of you know it's appropriate. So this morning, I want people that are not just going to do regular offering, but people that want to say, Lord, you know, I remember several years ago, there's a young man that touched me so much. He was not on this level then, Harry. So he said, Sir, I feel led to carry the expenses of the Lekki church. Then we only had one church in Lekki. We have five churches in Lekki now. He said, he said, I feel led to pay the bill of the church for a whole year. You know what it means for one person to say every month all the bills of the church. Toyota Nigeria today is the CEO. Wow. He's the CEO of Toyota Nigeria today. But then he was just a staff in a company. But today is the CEO of Toyota Nigeria. Wow. You know, there's certain giving that opens you up to the next level. I'm serious. And this is not to cajole you to give. I'm a giver myself. Several years ago, this is even several years ago, God told me, say, you can't go to a service and give less than $1,000. Wow. <laughs> that was several years ago. So I'm not asking you to do what I don't live. Yes. Are you listening to me? When you see some levels of expression and breakthroughs, investigate. God gave his only son. He gave his all. And now, we have millions of, or should I say billions of people that have been called his sons. But there was a time it was just one son. I, I'm, all, I'm not cajoling you. I'm not caressing you. But I'm staring you up from the scripture. 
I want you to give unusually. Somebody say unusually. How many of you understand unusual? Now that was beyond your natural Titan offering. I want you to do something tangible to celebrate this five years of grace made. I believe I've said enough. I don't need to say more. And I'm not talking about people that we pledge forever. I'm talking about people that before the end of this week will sit in their accounts. And I want to pray for you that whatever your heart desires for your next level, according to the plan of God, it will run into your hands. If you are one of those people that want to give unusually, for somebody, 50,000 can be unusual. Someone else, 100,000 is unusual. Someone else is 1 million. So according to your ability, I want you to come forward and I will pray for you right now. Okay. Unusually, don't pledge what you don't have. I want unusual givers this morning. I want to say we want to lift up the hands of the leadership to do what they have been carrying by themselves so that we carry it together. It's our church. And for every local church that is planted in the will of God, their blessings are attached when you are part of the people that see to the welfare of that local church because what you are doing is that you are promoting Jesus local church is the establishment of Jesus Jesus founded it Jesus designed it he said I will build my church and the gate of hell will not what prevail so Jesus is deliberate about his church okay are people still coming forward or we have all the people already glory to God I want you to do something. I want you to stretch forth your two hands wherever you are. I'm going to pray for you. I'm just going to pray for you. I believe they're going to put the information on how to give on the screen. Stretch forth your hands forward. I'll pray for you in a minute. Lord, you see the hearts of everyone that has responded to this call. To support this assignment to the next level. I declare grace poured out and poured forth into each and every of their lives. Whatever their heart desires, I declare these hands will reach it. That space they need to be for them to walk in the fulfillment of their prophecy. I declare in the name of Jesus they are released into that space. Everybody that is supposed to come into their lives for them to fulfill your agenda for this season. I call those people from wherever they are. I declare strong and strange favor over their lives. Lord, as you have helped me in these three decades of ministry, I declare you will help grace made and everyone that is part of this vision but oh, you didn't hear me I said as you have helped me in these three decades of following your purpose grace made and everyone that is involved in grace made will be made 
out of what you have poured into my life I poured into their lives multiply oh my god I said multiply the few in your hands will turn into many Amen. as a ministry you will have what you need to do what you have been called to do as I put my hands on the set man somebody hear me with the microphone and the wife may grace be put forth to do that which you have called them to do grace put forth the few in your hands will multiply grace be poured forth I lay my hands on you 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 multiply multiply I declare much involvement of angels in your in the works of your hands in the name of where's Dari? The Lord spoke to me. That was strange. Now at times I think God speaks to me, and I'm like, this is none of my business. But the Lord told me, He said, There, there is a five-fold ministry call upon your life. There's a prophetic man too. I activate it tonight, today. That prophetic man too. Let's go to the next level. Let's go to the next level. Wow. Pastor Sheon, it's a new day. Those of you that came forward, please act quickly and give. It's a new day. God told me, he said, wow, it's a new day. He said, I see your tears In your sacred place and I'm bringing harvest I'm bringing much help mark my world this is the year right you have to we're fifth, fifth anniversary okay so yeah is the fifth no that means sixth year and you are moving to sixth year uh-huh he said this year he said is is I speak as a prophet of God he said is a year of much help that's what I had. He said, it's a year of what? Much help. Much help. You know, there, there are graces that once... Listen, I'm a product of grace and I don't, I don't play with grace. I honor the people that God has used to pour grace into my life. Listen. Basically, yeah, much help. Much help. I remember several years ago, Pastor Abira was in Chicago and we managed to convince him to walk into our building. And he came in. Not to preach because his schedule was busy. He just came in to enter and he entered and prayed for two, three minutes and left. And left. Pastor, you and left. 
that Sunday that followed, it felt like we had a special program. There was a place we've been trying to break for years without flyer, without special guests. Yeah. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show Oshibetsu podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Show on Instagram at Show Oshibetsu or at Grace Made NG.